Ready Check Radio. Hello, Internet, and welcome once again to Snowbound. Brought to you by Ready Check Radio. This is your Blizzard Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Mike Byrne. As always, we've got a lot of stuff to cover today. Looking forward to it. Uh, some not-so-good news, and then some really, really bad-look news on top of not-so-good news. And then maybe we'll find a way to jam some good news into the show for you. We'll, like, we'll fight and find a way to get you some uh, good news. Maybe. I don't know. Joining me to go over all of it, Mr. Dom Greco, a.k.a. Zista. How are you? Pretty good. How about you? Head of the, yes, we did. We did get it. We did we get did. the head of, cur- head of the curve achievement this past Friday. Took down Daddy Finally. D. Finally. Heroic Daddy D falls to silent times. Yes. Sierra Striker, maybe just a fan of Indy who wants to hear more of her. Well, I got her right here. Miss Angela Mercurio, a.k.a. Indy, how are you? I'm doing awesome. Uh, can I get a carry for that? <laughs> <laughs> can I, can I, I still need it. Can I carry, carry. Five bucks and a box of soft tacos, and it's yours. Uh, Deal. <laughs> Deal. Much cheaper than our Chinese counterparts. I mean, it's just a very, very... Uh, bargain-heavy proposition for everybody. If you're watching the podcast on readycheckradio.com on YouTube or listening to it on Spotify, remember we do the show live every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. Head on over to the website, readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O, and you can follow all the socials from there. But let's get right down to it, gang. First up, we've got the Charity Pet Program is underway. Quite quite underway like a lot underway you know almost half a million underway now this one works a little differently right in in past things it's just been throw an item on the shop and if you buy it you know a portion or all of the proceeds are donated depending on what's going on this is the first time indie we've seen a bit of a different uh flair on this yeah and while i'm not i mean this is one of those things right where both of the items i'm about to say can can be it can exist in the same world, right? You can start a fundraiser and be altruistic and gather money and give it to good causes. And you could also have a fundraiser launch at a time that maybe isn't best optically because you're giving 40 and 50 times what you're asking your <laughs> players to donate to an executive. So. Both of those things can be true, but let's just talk about the the uh, the charity drive itself. One million dollars is the target, almost at half a million. Need about thirty three thousand more to make that half a million mark. Uh, mm-hmm. And everybody gets pets, whether you donate or not. That's a pretty cool change. As a player, I got to say, I like that aspect of this stuff. Mm. Ooh, Indy, not okay with it. <laughs> I mean, I guarantee you that goal would have been smashed if it was only the people who, you know, just price it the same as a a, a normal in-store pet would cost, but make the proceeds go to charity, and they probably would have already nailed that goal. Um, as with previous charity yeah. purchases. 
Yeah, and then the the bananas. I'm a little little. I purchased bananas on eBay mm. years ago. <laughs> I don't, you know, like unless you're gonna start bringing back the rooster mount and stuff like that, please don't make TCG items purchasable. Like, come on. That I did kind of feel a little, and I don't own bananas, even though you, I, you probably can see I have TCG stuff in the background there for the the World of Warcraft stuff. Zista. I don't own yeah. bananas. There's no way I was paying for bananas. I don't care enough about bananas, the little monkey. I mean, he's cute oh, and everything. Oh, he's so cute, He's though. very cute, no doubt, but I just don't care. But I do care as a collector of not only, you know, Warcraft stuff, but obviously Final Fantasy stuff and, and all kinds of things like that, that when you do this type of stuff, you tread uh, a very dangerous ground on pissing some people off. Now, obviously, you yeah. should never look at these types of collections in most cases as financial uh, investments to begin with, but a lot of people, like it or not, do look at them this way. And then there's the sentimental that I think is more what you're expressing, Indy. You know, I... I mean, I'm all about that. Right, you know. <laughs> but, so but everybody picks up just... bananas if we make 500,000. And we're about to make 500,000. Yeah, but the thing is, is did they just not have the resources to put a new pet in there? Like, they're just going to grab no, a pet No, actually, from... they didn't. Um, <laughs> something we're going to talk about so... later... The it resources are getting are, are, are dwindling. Would you have been okay if, and I've seen other games do this, Indy, would you have been okay if it was banana in a different skin, like a different color, so that there was yes. a visual segregation of this was the TCG bananas and this was the charity event bananas? Yes. Put like a little, put like a little like um, ribbon banana. on them or something, like something that a shows- banana. Well, that would make it cooler, but yeah. <laughs> just like my, just like my transmog, which I'm, I think we'll be getting to eventually. Um, I think that the Dark Moon Fair appearance sets should have some sort of difference. Are you in the same boat, sister? Or you, you just not care, and everybody, no. it's cool that everybody gets something that you really can't get anymore in a realistic fashion. I have a little funny story with bananas, so. Me and uh, another rogue buddy, I used to be a rogue back then. Um, we, uh, Indy might remember. Do you remember Toad Fist? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the internet did not remember Zista. And, uh, <laughs> <gasps> oh no. Oh no. Died. Uh, was, did Toad Fist do something wrong? Because as soon as his name was said, Zista got booted from a Discord call. <laughs> I mean, I remember Zista was a rogue. I remember Toady. I don't know what the bananas story is, though. I don't either. I mean, and I, we may never hear it. We may <sighs> never hear it, Indy. We'll hang he on. I'm sure. Void. I'm sure his, he'll be back. But what do you think of if we reach the one million, Daisy, who is essentially oh. the first pet? It's a sloth, right? Uh, that yes. actually really interacts with our character, right? Rides Not on our back. Not necessarily true, though. But rides on our back. There are other Cats ones that have mild in interaction, yes. And I, I did put that in the notes exactly like that, right? I was like, first pet to interact, question mark, uh, to this extent, maybe would be a better way to word it. Zista can't connect to Discord. Hey, we're here. You you get you connect when you get back. Go ahead. 
your th- your thoughts on Daisy the sloth? I love the sloth. I love sloth. Well, I'm like in in, in real life, I'm all about animals, and I think having a sloth in the game is like needed. We all we all could use a sloth companion. Um, and I relate to sloths because I mean, let's face it. If I could be any animal, I'd probably be that. I relate to sloths. <laughs> I exercise slothness in my day-to-day life so i move about the same pace you know procrastinate about the same pace so it is cool that it rides on your back i do like that. yes i, I and think as, that's as somebody who's like a huge minion guy in final fantasy 14 i've always been kind of amazed that i really don't care about pets in world of warcraft because they're virtually the same thing but they've just never been i do like this one We've got about a month left. You know, we're at $477,000, so we're just about to unlock bananas. Got to get to a million to get Daisy the Sloth. But we do have a little over a month left. It runs until April 26th, so we'll be fine. Looks like Zista's trying to get in. It just keeps spinning. <laughs> we're going to keep his panel Zista, up there. Zista, you look a little different. You yeah. look like little spinny blocks. Yeah, you look like like squares around your heads there. I don't know what's going on. So if you want to donate, you can head on over to the Warcraft site. There's a link right there uh, and get your donations. Remember, everybody gets these rewards once those two targets are hit, uh, regardless on if you actually donated or not. So I kind of like that idea, but it's hard not to see your point, Indy, and say if you were really trying to get Doctors Without Borders a million dollars, you probably could have done it already. Yes. Oh, by the way, your CEO could have done it too. Uh, But that's a different story. Oh, eat the rich. (laughs) I mean, there's there's no secret to why my favorite episode of Rick and Morty is the one where they purge the the purge. And that is a great episode. (laughs) You know, it's uh, I, I don't necessarily agree that the CEOs should be rewarded for laying people off. And that's that's certainly what it seems like. Right. Because. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we're gonna get People there. We got some. We got some other stuff to cover first. So, you know, let's we'll get the yeah. World of Warcraft stuff out of the way. Then we'll get to Activision. But I mean, it's really <laughs> I'll, hard though, I'll right? You're, you're. I mean, you're right, Indy. It's it's been all the news for the last week and a half has been the layoffs, the initial layoffs in in the esports section, which we talked about last week on the show. Uh, you were out at the job interview. Heard it went well. You have a follow-up interview. Congrats. Tomorrow. Congrats yeah. on that. The only thing is, I don't know if you guys really want me to get this job because I'll have to work Tuesday nights. <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp. So, uh, <laughs> I, I'm really sad about that. It's going to be a tough decision. Uh, we'll figure something out. Um, then the... We get lay more news of layoffs in the publishing division this week, and mm. yeah, we'll we'll get to it. Let's get through the wild stuff first. Let's get through, and yeah. I really hope we get to hear this banana story at some I point. I want to hear oh, the banana hey, story. It's Zista. You've oh, made oh, it back. Hi. hi. It's don't funny because you don't... just got to the point on the stream where I go. Hopefully, we get to hear that banana story at some point, and then it just kicked in. So. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So, so where, where was don't so yeah, don't say you that remember, player's name again because maybe that's what it was. Toady. Yeah, you remember Toadfish, so say it anyway. Oh God, I'm so nervous we'll, we'll for him it. right now. Okay, so <laughs> me and Toadfish used to <laughs> we used to have these little like competitions where like 
we if we would like do something and die, we would roll, and whoever gets the highest roll, we would trade off bananas, right? Because there was a pet you could trade <laughs> trade. So this would bananas would just change hands back and forth and back and forth. Then he won the roll, and then told me that his account was expiring and logged off and has not logged back on since. He owes so, you bananas. It was originally my bananas that I bought on the auction house for like 30k gold. You got your bananas shanked. <laughs> and yeah, and then he hijacked it and he was gone. That's a so, rogue for you? Yeah. I, I, so I, I, personally, I personally am very excited to be able to get what is mine back. So I don't have a problem with this. <laughs> but I do understand it because if I was in the other side of the, the boat, I would probably be uh, a little upset that I spent 30k in the auction house and, and didn't get this, you know, or it's not gonna be getting your a bananas, duplicate copy. Though. It's 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 bananas, and that's all that matters. It's not going to be your bananas. bananas. Like you pick you him got... up, and the bottom of his foot says Andy. Zista <laughs> <laughs> got pickpocketed, and then he vanished. <laughs> you got shanked. You got your bananas yeah. shanked. Uh, but I mean, I, I think it's okay because we're getting the sloth. I want the sloth more than than bananas, yeah. to be honest. Oh, yeah. But. Everybody but me and does. bananas have a history. So. And if you're not watching the show live, you're doing it a little bit wrong. They're uh, throwing sloth fun facts in our chat right now. So you're missing quite the ensemble there of fun facts. <laughs> I see it. Uh, going on the trial of style. Now, this actually ends tomorrow. So if you want to do this, uh, you're, you're almost out of time. It's only like a four-day event, and it ends tomorrow. But this is like a transmog competition. Where you can queue with a into a six-player scenario, uh, and you have two minutes to create a transmog, and then you get up on stage against one other person in that six, and the other four vote, and it's very fashion show, walking the runway type competition. One hundred percent, I got to say, not something I would ever do uh, in the <laughs> game. Like, not a piece of content that is made for Mike. It just isn't. Uh, I so barely, we're going to log on in post show and do this, right? I barely it's transmog fun. ever, like transmog any equipment ever. But I have a feeling at least one of you does this, and probably both of you have done it at some point. Indy, you already got your hand up. Have you done it in this event yet? I know you haven't been able to play uh, in the last week or so a little uh, as much as you usually do. I've got the tabard for winning trial of style. I'm good. Damn. I I come up with they give you like these themes and you got to come up with something on the fly, but then I have a bunch of stuff saved, so if those themes come back up, I've got like the answer. Um but yeah, I actually I've won <laughs> I won one trial of style and people got really salty about it by just wearing my transmog and not following the theme. And people were like so into my my mogs. <laughs> Zista, do you have the tabard? Are you a winner? I am. No, you but, really? Yes, but but what happened? Because this this is like the the whole pets mounts achievement achievements thing. You know, uh, like okay. I, I need to have them. So I brought a bunch of friends in and cheated. And just traded and, the the achievement yeah. around. Yeah, you can queue up with friends. Yeah. Oh, I've never done that. Yeah, so they just all voted for me every time, and then I got my tabard eventually. So. Oh, cheater. Yeah. So I've done it once. One season. One season ever. So you're so a cheater. You were, cheater. you were correct in saying that both of us have done it, and only one of us is probably a, a consistent. 
thing. Yeah, but both of you are into into transmog a lot more than I am. It's I, fun. Yeah, I'm just I just really kind don't of. I don't care in Final Fantasy either. So yeah, but you I asked both of you since you do dabble in the transmog and indie. We know you you go uh, hog wild with transmog. <laughs> I did ask both of you to send over your all time favorite transmog piece. Ever. You're gonna be shocked by mine. All time mm-hmm. ever. Here's Zista's. This was back in the rogue days, right? It was. It was. What do we got? Oh, you got the polar going on. The, I do. The glacial stuff. I remember yep. making him an offline screen for his Twitch with that armory. With yep. that. Yeah. This, this for me, I hated the polar helmet, right? It's like this weird pointy helmet. I hate it. Slash hide helm. <laughs> anything to do with it. So at the time when I got this... um is I would have basically this entire set on and I didn't I purposely never bid on the helmet out of Naxxramas when we were doing the content in van, uh, vanilla um so I had my my tier 3 mask on which is that Indy, mask you right have, there you have a sloth on your shoulder oh now, <laughs> now it got down it got down she does um, this from time to time but yeah so it was the tier 3 mask so like fighting saffron that's what I would wear all the time that was like the gear so I was like, Ooh. I kind of like the look of this. So then in Burning Crusade, when they added Transmog in, I think it was Burning Crusade, right? Or was it? Yeah. Was uh, it, no, it might have been Cataclysm? Wrath? N- I don't know. No, no, no. You know, One I of feel them. like it was Cata because it, I'm, it I made a video. Yeah, it might have been Cata. Whenever they did that, all of a sudden I was like, I know exactly what I want. And I went back and I'm like, ooh, I saved all that gear. And I'm so happy that I did because a lot of it is not available anymore. Like you can't craft... A good majority of it. They made some pieces when Naxxramas came back in Wrath of the Lich King. Some of them were craftable, but other some pieces are still to this day unobtainable. I think like the legs might be unobtainable. I don't remember the exact I'm pieces. I'm a fan but... of unobtainables. Yeah. I I mean I don't like I said I don't do transmog, but I do have a favorite set, uh, and it is the the Warlock Tier Three, the Plague Heart uh, stuff. Oh. That is my favorite set in the game. Yeah, um, Warlocks had some cool stuff. Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, we did. Now, Indy, what do we got going on here for you? Wait a minute. Surprise. This looks this looks familiar. Yes. I feel like I feel like I've seen this before. It is my signature. <laughs> like I've never let go of this. This is Indy. This is me. Yeah. Um, this is the dungeon set point five. You had to get all of your devout pieces and then do that epic quest line to turn them into the vestments of the virtuous. Uh, also benediction and the cloak only because it matches this heavenly breeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Indy will not take like a one hander and an off hander because she can't use benediction. <laughs> she just straight up Everybody like she will. Raged. She will let her raid suffer to <laughs> not have like. The, the proper weapon equipped. We talked about so, that on a show before. That is true. Your chat has yeah. made fun of you while streaming for not taking the offhand out of your vault. There was a 220, and I think I had a 213 staff, which I have a 220 now. Like, my staff is upgraded. But until that happened, everybody was like, you could have had a better weapon, but you wouldn't let go of your staff transmog. Damn right. <laughs> Listen. DPS is about you feel better when you look good, right? 
I mean, so it, it immediately, gonna, I, I would assume, adds 250 DPS automatically. Or like, HPS, yeah, I'm sorry. In your case, but, HPS. Like, automatically, you don't start at zero with this transmog. You yeah, start you gotta, at 250. If I, if I had, like, a mace or an, just a one-hander and an offhand, I'd feel so, like, bad <laughs> that I wouldn't perform as well. So let's take that into consideration. Right, but then you want to carry... To see your daddy D on heroic. What if you could heal that extra four oh, I can 500? Heal. <laughs> I can heal heroic daddy D. You're fine. You're fine. Well, if you're not, the raid is getting more nerfs. So if you are part of, part of the crew that is still having some challenges in uh, heroic and in mythic, because there are some mythic only changes here. Daddy D not on the docket this week in the hot fixes, but some of the other uh, late bosses are, including Sludge Fist, who's having a number uh, of debuffs, number of nerfs across the board, missile travel time uh, being increased on mythic difficulty, and then fractured debris locations being more visible on mythic difficulty. I think that's the second time they've done that one. Um, so I'm not exactly sure what they're doing to make them extra more visible. Uh, I know from the original launch into like the second week, they did one of these for mythic to increase the visibility. Uh, destructive stomp radius decreased from 20 to 16 yards chain link allowable range increased from 14 uh increased to 14 yards from 12 so it gives you a little more room when you and your partner are trying to wiggle around stone legion generals also getting some nerfs across the board in both heroic and uh, mythic difficulty seems like the last uh three bosses here in the last week zista it's all about trying to make them viable for as many groups as possible as we start clocking down or ticking down on the clock to 9.1 i think uh think these changes are good um i feel like they should have probably been in a little bit sooner like maybe all come at once with with the last patch but i guess it feels good if you're you're still struggling on stuff to know that you know it's getting tuned a little bit here and there um I don't know, the, the Denathrius kill that we have, it was a little sloppy at yeah. the end, but I still feel like the fight is tuned well that I don't think it really needs to be adjusted very much. So I can understand why there's none. No more throwing mind-controlled enemies off the edge in Mythic <laughs> Keystone Dungeons. It won't count That's towards your thing. Yeah, it won't count towards your enemy forces requirements anymore. When I read that in the patch notes, Indy, I couldn't. I did the same thing you did. I couldn't help but laugh. I was like, "Yeah, okay, that kind of makes sense." I'm, I'm amazed you didn't do it a while ago because it's been it pretty awesome. Alive, <laughs> and actually, you can get yourself stuck with doing stuff like that too. I think something happened to us in Mists when I tried to just goof off and throw something off the edge, and uh, and then we couldn't get out of combat. So something weird happened. I will I say know. in Legion, in it was uh, Shrine of the Storms. If you threw a mob <laughs> off the uh, the edge right after the first boss, that it would wipe the group, and the group would have no idea what wiped them. So we we may have had priest uh, whose name was I can't say his name. Scream twice. Uh, will. You know, might have done that repeatedly over and over and over again. I was going to say, don't say anybody's you know. names. You might disconnect no, from Discord again. 
No, I, I, I won't. Ha- I wouldn't. I would never mention Scream twice like that. <laughs> scream twice, twice. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, more nerfs. That was pretty much all the hot fixes. There was a couple little small things in PvP. A couple more class uh, tinkerings, but not uh, not really anything to speak of. Of course, you can check it out on the site. the The raids and the mythic were the big. The big, uh, the big nerfs this week. The big changes for the hot fixes. Uh, speaking of nine point one coming up, we've actually gotten questions on videos via email, or I can't remember. But uh, how are we going to unlock flying in Shadowlands? Because we did talk about it on a previous show. <laughs> I know. Look at her. She's awesome. <laughs> she just decided to bite me just, out of nowhere. Just eat her. Eat her. <laughs> Uh, how are we going to get flying? We did talk about it on the show uh, previously when we were reviewing 9.1 and everything we were going to get in it. Um, and I think at the time, all we said was uh, just, it's not a reputation grind. You know, it's not a huge Pathfinder. It is Pathfinder, but it's not a huge reputation grind Pathfinder like in, in previous ones. So basic gist, gang, for those of you that are still looking for how you will be able to fly in 9.1, with the exception of the Maw, of course, uh, where you will not be able to fly, the Renown levels are going to increase. Uh, right now, we're capped at 40. They're going to add levels and continue everybody's Covenant campaigns. And Yay. flying is unlocked through completion of the Covenant campaign. Now, what we don't know, Indy, is if that's going to mean you need to hit your max renown or not. Because if you look at the first 40 levels, we finished mm-hmm. our Covenant campaign at what, like 22, 20, 24, somewhere around there. And somewhere there's in there. 40 renown levels. Mm-hmm. Um, if completing the Covenant campaign is the trigger for the flying, that doesn't, to me, necessarily mean that we will have to achieve all the renown levels in 9.1 to actually unlock flying. We might get it like halfway through the new renown level, something like that. That's the piece we don't know yet. I'm going to guess, and just if, uh, the, just putting my guess out there, I'm going to guess that you'll get like progress towards the, the, the requirements by completing your campaign, but I think that maybe they'll tuck flying under the highest renown available in that patch you think so well, you think they're gonna put it at feel, highest available like, yeah yeah huh. i don't think it'll be the highest available if it goes anything like what we've had in the past right we had we have what 40 levels of renown i think it is and yeah. it was somewhat like 20 in was the campaign where the campaign ended so um i think it'll be about that halfway through um because it the uh the covenant campaign everything added in Chains of Domination is going to be required to unlock flying. So you're going to have to finish that. So the campaign was unlocked very slowly each week, hidden behind Renown. So I think that'll still be the same case, maybe about halfway through the the Renown, so the extra 20 more levels. I I tend to think, uh, I tend to agree with you on this one, Zista. I feel like we'll probably get the flying around Renown 60, 62, 64 and then the 80 cap indie, I think, is going to be more reserved for the factions or the covenant specific flying mounts. I think those would be at the higher Maybe. end, like the title and the mount were for, you know, 39 and, and 40 uh, or 38 and 39, whatever it was renowned this way around. I will say, out of all of the covenant mounts, I almost, almost want to switch to the Necrolords. Does look nice. Oh. I'm, I'm happy with my Venthyr one. 
I'm happy. I'm with super my happy with my venthyr. Yeah. I love the, the venthyr. It's just it's more bats, right? I have I have plenty of bats. Who cares? Well, I'm not gonna use the right. the their mounts. I just the, love them. The night fae we have like weird dragon things that are not dragons. They're like beasts that look like the dragons from Miss of Pandaria. Right? They they look yep. weird. The the Kyrian, they're they're just I don't know. They're griffins with longer wings. Like not too excited. The Necrolords actually look like brand new models. They're flies. They look fantastic. I Ew. want them. <laughs> That's the one thing I've never been able to do is like insect mounts because they're sound. The sounds make you feel like I want Ugh. it. I want it. It's not it's not gonna be enough to, to make me change, but they look fantastic. <laughs> I, I will say, Necrolord, I'm jealous. I brought uh, two things for both of you, since you are old schoolers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I file these under the, yeah, you probably can, but does that really mean you should category, uh, <laughs> I, I think. So this past week, we had two players, duo, a duo, bring down classic... Onexia in a 57-minute fight. Nice. And we've seen this before with three, right? We had a, a three-person alliance squad and a three-person horde squad. They did it in 46 and 41 minutes, respectively. Now we've got a duo kill in... What classes did they use? 57 minutes. Uh, it's like a warrior and a priest. Yeah, Geddes Array uh, is a warrior and Shiftus is a priest. They were able to accomplish that. Yeah. And it's also on Warcraft logs if you really want to see it for gear and consumables and all that. Uh, and you could sit and watch the 57-minute classic Onyxia fight duoed. That's awesome. What's funny is... like. <laughs> You think, oh my God, they're you know they're probably concentrating because you don't want to die forty minutes into this. Like you you know making sure you watch the video, they're just straight bullshitting like the <laughs> entire time. It is literally Zista. You and I did a show last week where we played Torgast on Snowbound while we did the show. We did, we did. We ran Torgast last last uh, Tuesday Aww. when we did the show. Uh, actually, a lot of people like that. By the way, they said they would like we us to do, do that it. more. So, like, yeah. I think the three of us will grab two uh, two friends from uh, our guilds or we whatever. Just we'll just you know go do a mythic or something while we're doing a yeah. You know, not not a, like not like a plus fifteen or anything while we're trying yeah, to we'll also do a cover news. We'll do like yeah, plus thirty easily. You guys, you guys don't want me to heal a mythic while I'm doing podcasting. <laughs> I've been told that I look angry. I look. People say I look like I hate the world while I'm healing, and it's not true. It's just some focus. <laughs> uh, they Resting sounded like focus. us, Zista. They were just mm -hmm. they were straight bullshitting. Did you hear Tommy? He did this and this and this and this. And like, <laughs> if you guys die forty minutes into this, this sucks. And they're yeah, whatever. One portion of the stream's muted due to a copyright music claim on Twitch. It's, it's like eight minutes of mute. I mean, it is the best video ever. Uh, if you want to see two people take on Anixia, what is like the dumbest or most ridiculous thing you went back? And not necessarily, this was in classic, right? But not necessarily in classic, maybe just in game when the content was old or something. What was the most ridiculous thing one of you two attempted to do? 
what I mean, obviously for me and a couple of friends, it was uh, max achievements for final boss and old war uh, and, and things like that. But <laughs> you know, is there is there I anything else uh, that you guys have tried yeah. that you're like, why the hell did I spend four hours doing that? That was really dumb. So back in, I want to say Burning Crusade, before when the incoming patch was going to remove um, weapon skill ups. Yeah. I went <laughs> and I literally took off all my weapons and I punched things in Crystal Song Forest until I got the Knuckle Sandwich um, <laughs> achievement. So 300 unarmed is the achievement. And it literally took me hours just punching things and punching things. <laughs> That definitely, I, <laughs> I, I think my, I have my feet of strength achievement for my time. So I think that 100% qualifies for the just because you can doesn't mean you should file <laughs> <laughs> that 100% belongs there. Zista, yeah. do you got a topper for that? Cause that one's pretty damn good. I mean, not really, but like, so in burning crusade before, like we knew cataclysm was coming and it was going to wipe out certain things and like yeah. ZG was going to change and, I was like, oh, I need those mounts from ZG. Like we had groups and I was going in with people every week. And then I came to like the realization as we started getting down to the wire. It's like, if this mount drops, we have to fight for it. Mm. I need to figure out how to do this on my own. And like fighting fighting the Raptor was okay, but fighting the uh the Panther boss was so incredibly so difficult much. on a road. <laughs> so I remember like bringing a bunch of consumables and like all this stuff and I finally was able to get it down but it was like sometimes I would get down to like 10% HP but then I would recover back to full and all this stuff so I remember doing it and I remember finally like two weeks maybe three weeks before um, the uh, uh, expansion dropped I killed the uh, the panther I was doing the panther first because it was the hardest one and the uh, the tiger mount dropped and I was like okay so I sent it to my buddy Toadfist, and I sent him a picture. He was at work, and I said, got the, the tiger mount going to get the raptor now. And he's like, yeah, okay. And I go in, and I kill the raptor, and the raptor dropped the raptor mount. And I was like, are you kidding me? Same character, the same day, same run, both mounts, got them both. And it was like, nor that wasn't something you were supposed to be soloing back then, you know? So it was... Uh, Something that I, I was really, really happy for, and I still tease people, and I throw the achievement, the feat of strength that shows the same day having those mounts in it. So, Also worthy of the just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> I do like I do like the, the idea of just watching Indy like, run around and punch shit. Punch things. <laughs> yeah. just, this priest just running this around priest punching running around things. socking things in the mouth. Um, yeah. One more of these we do have now. Reddit user the Slapperfish has gotten a goblin to level 50 without leaving the starting zone. We've seen a lot of oddball grinds like this through the years, right? Pandas that don't pick alliance or horde, uh, you know, uh, characters leveled strictly on things like herbalism and pandas in fact that didn't leave the starter zone. Well now we have a level 50 goblin that has not left the starter zone yet. Killed over 5,000 tunneling worms just to reach level 30. <laughs> then switched to completing pet battles to make his way through the next 20 levels. Now with the same pet battles providing only 12% of the XP they did uh, at level 49, 
kind of looking for some help on Reddit from the community on how you could reach level 60 in a sensible amount of time, given that this will take weeks just to get from 50 to 51. <laughs> take about a month and a half on the current process to do this. I, I like challenging myself. I like challenging <laughs> content in MMOs or video games. Uh, this does not even remotely appeal to me as a task to do. <laughs> this is a just because you can doesn't mean you should. Exactly. Like I told you it belongs right <laughs> yep. in that file. Just right yeah. up there with double agent. Oh, yeah. Do you got, uh, I don't have any idea. Like the only way I would do it is pet battles too. I mean, cause you're, you're past the point of being able to funnel experience from your other characters in, in different ways. You're, you're past all that at level 50 so yeah yeah i, I can't think of anything if you're not gonna because you, you can't do herbalism right because you you can't do that yet because you're not doing the uh the the quests to actually unlock you know being able to do dungeons or pvp or i anything. don't yeah you know, i don't even know if there are herbs on the, yeah, the no, starting, in the starting zone you can't do like herbalism yeah. and stuff like that yeah so i mean that is absolutely insane to me more power to them. Yeah. More power to them. Yeah. Hey, guys, the weekly event this week is to uh, do Shadowlands Dungeon, so I guess play the fucking game. Um, yeah. <laughs> congratulations on your easy challenge week. <laughs> and if this last thing on Warcraft, I thought this was great the way this played out. People believe the world of Warcraft Burning Crusade Classic Beta was about to go live or was live. Blizzard releases a statement squashing those rumors saying it's not live and then 14 minutes before this show started today <laughs> it's live blizzard comes out and says oh, okay now it's live <laughs> uh, not all of it not all of it up yeah. to level 64 content is available on the uh, classic burning crusade test realm pvp content is not enabled and third-party add-ons can't be used uh, the rest beyond level 64 will uh, will be tested at a further date. I just, like, why even release the statement saying it is not live just right. to within, like, 24 hours release a statement <laughs> and go, now it is, bitches. <laughs> well, one of the things I thought was interesting is I, I was just reading that they data mined off of the, uh, the Burning Crusade uh, client so this is not data mined off the Shadowlands client. This is off the actual beta Burning Crusade client. Uh, there's a new mount, uh, which is a Warp Stalker, which debuted in uh, Burning Crusade, um, a Warp Stalker mount. They showed an uh, uh, image of it. It's on Wowhead. You can go look at it. Um, this is leading to speculation that there will be some promotion for it. And uh, it uh, very well might be usable in Burning Crusade Classic, which very weird because this is the first time that they'll be adding a mount yeah. to Classic, you know, like that wasn't there in the past. So let me ask you this, by the way. That. Yeah. So let, let's let's talk about this for a second, because we were talking about the Covenant specific flying mounts, how we're going to get flying in Shadowlands. You're bringing up this mount and Burning Crusade, which is when flying became a thing. Where where do you guys fall on the whole flying in World of Warcraft was a mistake uh, argument that you've seen for years, right? Since Burning Crusade came out, that this was one of the poorer developmental decisions that 
hinders a lot of creativity going forward because you have to accommodate the ability to fly through these zones and questing and story and this and this and this. Was the implementation of flying mounts back in the days of BC a mistake, Indy? Hmm, this is tough because when they announced that there would be a flying mount, everybody was like, it was just huge, thinking that we could experience the game without having to, like, I remember taking um, videos while I was on, like, in first person, while I was on the mount, uh, the uh, flight master mounts, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, I could get all these really amazing, cool shots on my own now because I'm going to be able to fly. Yeah. Um, that said, I think that the way that they implement flying, like, no, I don't think it's a huge hindrance to the game but i do believe that the way that they implement flying is necessary because if you were to give that to somebody from the get-go from the release of an expansion you're you're forcing like you're kind of making people miss out on all of the little intricacies and the little areas that you would have to otherwise yeah, the world walk through and yeah and but, but believe me there's sometimes like out in uh, Maldraxxus, what is it? The house of, is it the house of constructs, wherever that area is back there that like, man, I wish I could just fly over that and go where I have to go to get that world <laughs> quest done because I die all the time. So yes, uh, I agree that flying is, well, I don't think it's damaging to the game, but I do believe that they need to keep it spaced out with uh, content release. Is this, are so that, you uh, of the same mind here? I would 100% miss everything in the world if I had flying because I would never stop and look at anything. I would just keep going. Keep going. Well, um, without but, flying, you have you don't know what the fuck's going on in this game because you're not yeah. reading anything in. Anyway. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> no, but like seeing little things that like I'll I'll stop and you know be walking on the ground and I'd be like, "Oh, look at this." You know, like I don't know, there's there's some cool stuff that I would miss otherwise. I think flying absolutely was a mistake back in the day. The entire reason flying was added to the game in Burning Crusade was basically a big FU to like EverQuest, yeah. where EverQuest actually came out and said, flying, that's not possible. You can't do it. It would never be done. It was having to do with like data syncing to servers, and they were just like, no, they can't do it. Blizzard came in and went, yeah, you can. They did it and blew everybody's mind. That was the entire reason for even it adding it in the first yeah. place. Yeah. So... You know, I understand the technical aspect of being like, hey, we can do this. Come come play with us. Like, you know, like that huge, huge campaign, huge reason to get them in, get people in, involved and get people in there. But I, I personally, I don't like it. I wish it would just stay to uh, flight paths. So I wish we'd never have flying. Wow. I'm very surprised to hear you say that. Like, I've, if I had to guess, if you would have told me one of you said, yeah, it's fine. Uh, and the other one said, no. I would have reversed it. I would have said Indy would have probably been the more nostalgic of the two of you and said, no, I feel like it was more immersive to have to use flight paths and walk there. And Zista was like, yeah, I love it. I love flying. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very surprised by that. I'm very surprised by that. I don't mind it. Um, you also have to keep in mind, like I came from Final Fantasy Eleven, so there was nothing like that like we had chocobos and that was it but they didn't fly mm -hmm. um and when i came to world of warcraft burning crusade had already launched 
So there was no like new flying for me. I do wish though that they would implement it more in the way Final Fantasy 14 does. I hate that it's locked behind some type of grind at an exponential time. I don't like that. But I do agree with you, Indy, that, well, if you just have it right off the bat, why are you paying so much for world developers to <laughs> design all these locations that nobody's ever going to visit? If you don't know what Final Fantasy XIV does, is flying is available in the zones for an expansion on day one. But you have to finish the main storyline quests through the zone because some of those quests unlock an aether current and you have to study the winds of the zone to understand how to be able to fly in the zone. Um, mm -hmm. So that's the thing. And then there's some aether currents in the zone that you just have to go and discover. So you have to quest through the area and then by proxy you're able to fly in it immediately. You don't have to wait till like, you know, the dot one patch or anything. Uh, I wish... Blizzard would do something more like that. I think I'm going to like the Renown thing that and the campaign quest that they're doing. I've, I've always hated the rep grinds. I always thought that was the dumbest thing. Why is my ability to fly tied behind how much these tree fucking people like me? This is dumb. <laughs> this, this is stupid. Uh, so I think I'll like this a little bit better. Well, I do like that they tried to like mask it behind like some kind of reasoning like back in in Wrath of the Lich King it's like yeah cold weather flying like you need that and then it was yeah. like Miss of Pandaria is like the the trade of the four winds like you need that and it's like okay like I see there's some but at some point they just said whatever and they they forgot all about it it was like cataclysm it's like now nah, you can fly there and that one made sense because the zones are so spaced out all over the pre-existing world and it's like that one's all right but then it's like Everything after that, they had to come up with some... Re I think at that point, they just threw it out the window and said, no, nah, you just can't fly and here's why. You know, like, no... Like, Draenor, I don't think we had a reason why we couldn't fly in Draenor. I don't think so at all. Like, yeah, because you weren't like, allowed you can't to. Do it. Because yeah. Blizz said so. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> Daddy Blizz said no. Because F you, that's why. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I like, I appreciated them going to effort to, like, give us a reason before, but then when they stopped doing that and just didn't like just lock it it's locked up just because that's the way it is yeah. that's that's when i started jason's uh, right in chat mmos will always find a lore reason to justify a rep grind they'll always find a lore reason to justify it mm -hmm. all right on to um more general blizzard news so we talked a little bit indy and i early when uh zista decided he didn't want to be a part of the show anymore uh earlier today there are more layoffs confirmed for uh, Activision Blizzard. Last week, Zista, you and I talked about the esports team, the live events portion of that team, suffering about 50 or so layoffs. Jason Schreier was reporting that the number was probably closer to 190 or so and wasn't just that team. Now we're hearing confirmations that Blizzard is preparing to lay off employees in uh, European and Latin American offices, this time targeting in particular the publishing and support uh, operations. Um, this is another one. Like When you look at it through the lens of Activision Blizzard's optics, it's just awful. Mm -hmm. If you take a step back, just like I did with the esports thing, you're like, well, 
they have to revamp this. You know, you can't just sit there and pay live event employees to do live event work when you don't do live events. You can't play publishing employees when you don't publish as many physical goods anymore. Uh, that's understandable to me. What isn't yep. understandable to me is why you continue to go down this just horrible optics avenue when you don't have to. There are other things that these employees can do. There just are. There are other needs. Blizzard is hiring in other places for yep. things. And yeah, I understand that the person that was handling publishing agreements in Brazil for boxed copies of the games might not be a software developer. I, I'm not implying that they could just be extracted from one job and put into uh, you know, a, a high demand or high education field that they don't have the experience or education for. <sighs> it feels like office space. But you have a really hard time with me, even one business-focused guy like me going, I understand why you don't want to have your eSports live team anymore, Zista. I understand why you would want to lay that team off. But we just announced record-breaking quarters for the ninth bajillionth time in a row. Yeah, that's the part that looks bad. Can we bad. not find something so else for these people to do for six months so we can get away from our earnings call for god's sakes I, we don't even know though if these people were given an option to to pursue something else or or to step down you know like they they could have been like hey we can try to find another field for you that's not in your realm of qualifications here if, if you want or you know if you want to look for something and they may may have opted to do that we don't know that for sure but it still looks really bad you know well, I, we, we do actually know a little bit on that. We know that they, we keep getting the PR speak. That mm -hmm. We're taking steps to support all the employees and ease the transition for those of our colleagues who might be impacted by these proposed changes. Mm -hmm. And they're starting the alumni network, you know. It, which, again, uh, Indy, these two things can be true at the same time, right? You can have something bad like layoffs happened and be totally independent of something good like the building of an alumni network which i think is fantastic for a company like blizzard that has the panache that well arguably blizzard had i don't know if many would agree they still have but had uh where you can network you know a linkedin for people that used to work at blizzard you know what company are you at now indy cool i'm not at blizzard anymore either do you guys need this? You know, I think that's a fantastic thing. You can have a good and a bad, but stop announcing your goods with your bads. It just looks stupid when you're like, hey, we're laying a bunch of people off, but don't worry, Indy, you could join our alumni network. As long as you get $200 in Battle.net bucks. Right. I was I was told that they had been offered severance pay, but you you have to figure they were you're not getting, uh, at least you're we not know that the esports team was given uh, ninety days of severance pay and medical insurance for the year, in addition to a two hundred dollar battle net card. So the battle net card was just stupid and poor 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 decision on their part. Um, I think I feel like sour when any big corporation acquires a gaming company and does something to it like this. I mean, like, just like, 
chips away little pieces of its integrity, of its original integrity over time. Uh, we've seen this happen. Like Microsoft, I don't want to crap on Microsoft, but come on, Microsoft, they're about to ruin Discord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't want to crap on them, but... But, you know, like we see what happens when this happens. It's like, I don't want to crap on I... them, but man, do I got to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> all I have to say is we see this happen time and time again when a smaller gaming company or like an independent gaming company is acquired by a large corporation. Their motive is no longer bringing you quality content and, and giving the gamers what they want and the people what they want. They want to see a platform that produces more money than ever. The bottom line is the dollar sign and it's no longer the people. And it's sad. So I feel bad for the people who are getting laid off. I mean, is it nice that they get to keep their health insurance? Absolutely. But isn't, isn't that something that everybody should have anyway? I know it's a whole other discussion, but I mean, listen, do the right thing here. I don't think that these layoffs were necessary. I think that exactly what Mike said, like if you have somebody who is talented and who is capable of doing another position that they clearly have open, why not try and move those people into these positions? If not, the only thing, the only reason I can see of why not is to cut the cost. Like if they're paying somebody at an entry level and they have somebody up here, you know, tenure, then it doesn't line up. Well, speaking of the somebody up here, and you can't see my hand in the camera shot here because it's way up here. <laughs> way way up yeah, there speaking of the up there mr bobby kotick ceo activision blizzard at this exact same time receiving a bonus oh yeah a bonus well deserved yeah well he had a contract clause where the CEO can receive a significant common stock award if certain metrics are achieved across a four-year period, and I'll be damned if they didn't hit it. Now, here's the thing. I specifically linked an article in the show notes for everybody from tweaktown.com, and I don't know if I have ever linked anything in my entire life to anyone from tweaktown.com. <laughs> I picked this article for a very particular reason. All the headlines we saw going into this this week was that Bobby Kotick was about to receive about $200 million in bonuses. You know, mm -hmm. IGN, and Polygon, and Kotaku. And $200 million. Their headline, I thought, by far, was just dumb. The headline on the article is, no, Activision CEO Bobby Kotick didn't get a $200 million bonus payout. And you read that headline, Indy, and you kind of think, wow, how did Forbes and Bloomberg and Polygon and IGN and Kotaku, well, I can understand just, Kotaku maybe getting something wrong. Um, just piggybacking off each other. One of them reports it, and then they all jump yeah, on it. How know? did they all get that wrong? And Tweak Town came in with the scoop. Nope, not getting two hundred million. Everybody else says there's a sub headline. Well, it's Activision it's CEO Bobby Kotick received forty-one million dollars worth of shares for delivering record four-year performance. 
not 200 million. Like the headline leads you to believe that, hey, he's getting this big bonus. No, he's not. He's not <laughs> getting the, a bonus. <laughs> it's totally wrong that he's getting a bonus. Oh, sub headline. No, he's getting a bonus. It just isn't 200 million. It's only Indy 41 million. Only 41 million. That's wow. it. Wow. But it's in shares. So that, that that's kind of a gamble, right? Well, it says here he received common stock worth over 131 million based on the common stock value. Mm-hmm. But he mm-hmm. didn't keep all of the stock. Right. Right. So I mean Activision kept 65% of it. You know why? Taxes. To pay the taxes. Come on. Oh, to pay the I just want to say the, uh, the black and white headshot that they have in there is creeping me out. Yeah. I know. Creepy. If you click on it, Somebody. it gets bigger and it's even creepier. No. Do you remember when Somebody. he was all pissed off because of the devil ears that kept that people kept putting him on or picked on pictures of him. Do you yes, remember so put that it behind you put it behind you. And the- <laughs> he was totally pissed off about that. Do you remember that Indy? He said it was no. affecting his ability to date. Do you remember that? What? Zista? I do not. Yeah. Bobby Kotick didn't want people posting. I got to find this. It was a while ago. I mean, I think the biggest problem that can affect somebody's ability to date is being like, uh, IRL Grinch, maybe? Um, yeah, it was in 2012. I knew I wasn't crazy. Today's New York Times profiles Bobby Kotick, the uh, boss of uh, Kodak, uh, Activision Blizzard, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, here, he tells the Times. Think about what it's like for my dating life when the first picture that comes up is me as the devil. Talking about <laughs> when a woman would Google him. You know, when she was going to go out on a date with him. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I just don't care. Ah! <laughs> that wasn't right, man. It's, which, just, it's a little creepy. Which it's one's a little the, creepy. For your shoulder. Which one's the jailer? Uh, this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. When it rains, it pours. Stop laying people off, you idiots. Uh, when it only takes a fraction of a bonus to pay those employees for 10 years, stop. Seriously. And here, let me, hire me for PR. I have the PR ability to actually do that job, but let's pretend I didn't for a second. My first piece of advice would be stop announcing bad news and good news at the same time, fuckers. Space them out. <laughs> Space them yeah. out. Anyway, Hearthstone's expansion is a week away. So if you want to <laughs> feel ripped off and pay some more. This, this is, like I said, this is the first time. First time I have extra, not purchased it. Extra raked over the coals. Go ahead. Now they're getting diamond reward cards now, though. Uh, yeah, those, those are kind of interesting to me. Except for the way you have to get them, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I might buy the Battle Pass uh, again. I bought it last time just to kind of see how casually I could actually complete it because I know that was like a very big hot topic and I am happy to report that I am like a level or two away from hitting 100 on the Battle Pass and the Battle Pass like ended at 40 or 50 or something like that. 
Um, it was just like bonus gold for you know every level after that. So um, it was it was actually pretty easy for me just playing battlegrounds and like not touching the other modes whatsoever. So um, it's doable. It's definitely doable. It's, it's fairly reasonable considering other battle passes. I just wish they would let you buy the battle pass with in-game gold as opposed to actual money because I know like the uh, the mini card pack that we got, the Zeppelin set, the Zeppelin racers, we were able to buy that with gold. And I did. Um, so the battle pass, I think it was like 20 bucks. Well, if you want uh, the, either of the two diamond cards, they cannot be earned uh, from packs, cannot be disenchanted once you own them. Here's the criteria. So, Zista, you already mentioned the one. If you buy the Tavern Battle Pass, you get the Diamond Blade Master Samoro. Mm -hmm. uh, Barukhan, however, to get the Diamond one of those, you have to collect all the legendary cards from the set. Mm -hmm. That one probably going to get a little bit of pushback because effectively that puts the cost at pretty expensive since we're talking about uh, about 25-ish legendary cards in this set. Not pleasant. But hey, the season pass is going to get its rework that they've been talking about for a while. I, I have a friend who literally owns every single card in Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. I wish I did. Yeah. Indy just wants to play classic and tell the kids get surprise, off get off surprise. her Hearthstone lawn. Mm -hmm. I mean, when they announced Hearthstone, I remember being so Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Discord froze. Both of my callers are just staring. I mean, you can see their images right there. They're just. I don't know if I'm going to get them back. Yeah, I know. Look at your mugs, Zista. Zista's now in chat. Look at your mugs. Let's see. There we go. That work? I'm what back. happened? Discord has yeah, is having Discord some did fun. the same thing just to all of us. Yeah, and, did know, it to all of us me. at the same time. But all right, Indy, you were saying when Hearthstone was announced. When when Hearthstone was announced, basically it was so exciting because it was kind of like a casual Magic the Gathering game with Blizzard elements that made me fangirl all over it. And uh, I think as the the game changed and there started to be different modes of play, I became less and less interested because less people were playing that standard format, the constructed decks. Um, and I liked constructing decks, like the kind of decks that would make you go crazy. Uh, so now having that back will definitely bring me back to the game. I'll be super interested in playing it, but... You have to wonder how many other people are going to be playing uh, yep. that mode. I don't know. There, there's still been a lot of like really cool decks that you could build. I think it was like maybe two expansions ago. Um, I had a uh, a deck that was nothing but albatrosses, where every time I play a card, it would stick two albatrosses in your deck, and then I would find ways to bring that card the 
back into my hand to keep playing it to fill your deck up with albatrosses and they were just like one one token cards and they would replace like so instead of you drawing like your your holy nova card that you really want you're drawing another albatross to stick on the board and you get really aggravated and the entire deck was built around trolling you with albatrosses there's there's been a lot of fun stuff you could still do in hearthstone this whole time um but but yeah, and Battlegrounds has only been out for about a year now, and that to me that that ruined the rest of Hearthstone for me. I can't cannot ever go back to Constructed after that. So, Starcraft. I played it a little bit on stream on Sunday as well uh, on our uh, in my time slot. So, Starcraft, uh, the original. We talked about this on Gaming Gumbo on Saturday, but I wanted to bring it for you two to get your opinions as well. Uh, StarCraft, the original, is one of the 12 nominees for this year's Video Game Hall of Fame. Uh, the original, the OG StarCraft. So Nice. Yeah, I thought so too. I, I think it should make it. I think it should make it. I'd like to see Diablo 1 in there. Uh, I can see that. I can see that. Diablo 3 is new season is going to have some follower changes. Lots of eagerly awaited follower changes and that's at the beginning of April and as another little tidbit for you Overwatch League has revealed D.Va most hero, most played hero of all time by professional players that's not I'm very that surprising old. at all shocked old. face right here shocked shocked fight it my way i just play may all the time i was a mercy main dedicated and true and then when they absolutely screwed her ultimate i'm not a fan of her new the the ultimate where she flies around i like i like the mass res there there was something broken about a, a character in a game when your entire strategy is i'm gonna hide and yeah. let my entire team die just so i could res them all like, well, the, that that was broken. I'm glad they changed it. They I didn't was, use it that way, though. Yeah. Well, that's I, that's I, how I everybody else used it, and that was game breaking because that would turn the tides of the game. <laughs> Indy, just like, what are you? You're like just zipping your <laughs> lip shut, like you want to reply, <laughs> but you don't want to reply. <laughs> <laughs> it's not game breaking. It, really it was. Isn't. It was. That's why they changed it. Uh, Overwatch players also want 2CP removed prior to Overwatch 2. They're now like petitioning Blizzard to take it out now uh, rather than just wait for the launch of Overwatch 2. And uh, Blizzard is reportedly working to release that uh, Overwatch Mobile at the same time as Overwatch 2 as well. I, I know I can't wait. I mean, two of my favorite things, mobile games and Overwatch in one. I can't wait. Let's I just want Overwatch 2 on mobile so I can play it all the time. Let's do Lorelei's and call it a day. Before Discord totally just gets sold to Microsoft. Um, <laughs> Lorelei's, we're going to read you three statements like we do every week. One of these statements has a lie in them. Two of them are the Stone Cold Truth. You got to tell us which is which. As always, thank you to our resident lore keeper, Little Missy. You can follow her on Twitter right down below, Little Missy4205. 
supplies us with the lore or lies. Now, last week, there was a lie in the first statement that I had make, the, made. The Maldraxi houses are not ruled by a Margrand, but a Margrave. Uh, as the House of the Chosen turn their attention to the other two houses, the Maw Walker helps to raise morale. So, here we go. I'll give you one. Zista gives you one. Indy gives you one. One of us is lying. Could be a small lie. Could be a big lie. It's your job in the comments below over on readycheckradio.com or over on YouTube to tell us which is which and what is the actual lie. Not enough to just say, Zista had the lie. Got to tell us what it was, too. Here we go. After giving orders to Head Summoner Perex, Drill Sergeant Tellis, and Secular Mevix, players take part in a trial reserved for the most renowned soldiers in the House of the Chosen. The Primus left a stone pillar in the center of the citadel, surrounded by magma as a challenge. Draka challenges the Maw Walker to reach it and prove their might. Uh, players who reach out to touch the stone see a vision of the voice of the Primus echoing part of a prophecy. Inside the stone is a finished blade. No one before has ever had the stone break for them, so it must have a special meaning. You bring the blade to Bondsmith Hiremir, who was once the Primus's apprentice, metalsmith for warfare. The blade was forged by the Primus himself, and Hiremir might know more about it. But she's too busy to speak with you as the House of the Chosen prepares for battle. There you go. Our three statements continuing the Maw Walker's journey through the beginning and middle portions of Shadowlands. We will be getting into spoiler territory in the coming weeks, so there is your disclaimer. If you, for some reason have not finished the main storyline of Shadowlands, you're going to want to finish it up for the next few weeks of uh, lore or lies. Which one of us said the lie? What was it? Put it in the comments below and let us know. We'll be back next week, uh, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, with another episode of Snowbound, your Blizzard podcast. Great show, you guys. Indy, until next time, where can everybody find your pixelated Discord hates you ass? Oh, well, funny you should ask. If you go to this uh, Twitter here at Indy Garona, or if you go over to the same name on Twitch, I'm basically Indy Garona everywhere. You guys can just stalk freely on your <laughs> chosen platform of choice. <laughs> Come find me. How about you, Zista? Uh, you can find me on Twitch at Zista, X-I-Z-T-A, or Twitter uh, at It's Zista. Discord really just is not liking the fact that anybody is talking or using it right now. Holy hell. Mm -hmm. Chat, hang tight, though. We're going to bring you another streamer right after the show. Mr. Jason Winter will be coming live, streaming something a little bit different today. How are you, my friend? You know, I just checked to see what Twitter, like, playing at Zista was. It's some person who, like, joined in December 2009 and no fo or has one follower. Oh, just right, like Twitter Zista. I hate that person. I, I've contacted Twitter. They don't. They don't want to do anything about it. So they should just do something about accounts and just sit there with names like forever. Yeah. Like like yeah. at at Winter Informal. They got to do something about that one. Sure, that guy. That guy tweets. He tweets crap, but at least he tweets. What are you playing tonight, <laughs> my friend? I'm gonna play Magic Legends for the first time. Oh, open beta started today, a few hours ago. I know you've had a chance to try it out a bit. I have, so I have. I'm going to try it out. Well, I, I tried it out a couple weeks ago for my press demo, but now I'm going to be doing it for reals. 
for reals, starting with for, a for weak reals. character, not a that, strong account. Just to be clear, that's reels with a Z. With a Z. Chat, stay yeah. tuned. We'll go dark for about 30 seconds after post-show. Jason will come on up uh, with some Magic Legends beta. Jason, hang tight. We'll come right back to you, my friend. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally there at Magic Man, but one, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio on Twitter, R-A-I-D-E-O, so that you get all the uh, tweets whenever we're going to go live with the podcast or one of our volunteer streamers. Thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Ban flying, no mass resin for mercy.